The Guardian. Silks by Dick Francis and Felix Francis. March 2008. Does the defence wish to say anything, Mr Mason? The judge asked. Only that Julian Trent is a nasty piece of work and I was only defending him because I had to, I replied. I would much rather have been riding my horse at Cheltenham. Quite so. I'm sending you to prison for eight years, Mr Trent. Little did I realise then I would be seeing a great deal more of him much sooner than that. Though every reader did, given the utter predictability of this formula intro. November 2008. My father had wanted me to follow him into the family law firm as a country solicitor, but I had always resisted. What schmuck wants to take on his dad's franchise, I had told him. Next you'll be suggesting I write thrillers. I had fallen in love with steeplechasing as a teenager. Cut and paste in the thrill of half a tonne of animal thundering along at 30 miles an hour from dad's 43 other books. And I tried to make a career as a jockey. But I was too clever for that, so I decided to become a barrister after someone pointed out that jockeys wore silk and barristers took silk, so they were quite similar, really. My father had also told me it was important that an action hero should be single at the beginning of a book in order to allow for some love interest. So my wife had conveniently died seven and a half years ago. Tell them she was eight months pregnant at the time. It adds pathos. Dad, kiss. And I didn't have any thoughts of romance. Honestly? Though you couldn't have blamed me if I had. The phone rang. It was top jockey Steve Mitchell. I've been accused of killing top jockey Scott Barlow by sticking some of my betting slips onto a pitchfork to show everyone it was me and then stabbing him with it, he said. Will you defend me? Have you heard that Julian Trent has been let out, my clerk said. He intimidated three jurors and got them to change their mind about the verdict. That's ridiculous, I laughed. Even a moron would find that totally implausible. Well, it's true, Trent snarled, beating me with a baseball bat. And you'd better make sure Mitchell goes down, or I'll kill your dad and your girlfriend when you get one. Why didn't I realise then there were already too many coincidences? Why didn't I tell the police? Or just give up and tell the publishers this was going nowhere? Everyone thinks I'm guilty, Mitchell said, and I did have a chequered past with Barlow, what with the betting and me having an affair with his sister and her committing suicide. But I never killed him. I know, I replied, because I'm the only person who has noticed that a photograph of Barlow's sister, with Peninsula, the derby winner, as a foal, has gone missing. Hello, said Eleanor the vet. You must be my future girlfriend. Yes, but let's take things slow for a few chapters. Why don't you keep your regulars happy by getting in some riding action first? You could be brought down by another horse when you are winning and be an injured hero. Then we could shag. May 2009. You'd better make sure Mitchell goes down, Trent snarled.
I'd had enough of him threatening little people like the jurors. It was time to give them back their self-respect and remember Magna Carta. The defence is calling Roger Radcliffe Peninsula's owner, I said. Radcliffe, I accuse you of being Julian Trent's godfather and killing both Barlow and Barlow's sister because they were blackmailing you as they knew Peninsula was really a four-year-old when he won the derby and therefore shouldn't have been allowed to enter the race. Damn you, Mason, said Radcliffe. This is getting more absurd by the minute, said the judge. Book dismissed. My hero, Eleanor sighed. Just hang on a tick while I tie up the loose ends by coshing Trent to death, and I'll be with you. The digested read digested. Synthetic silks. For more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.